Hello, and welcome to the Babiaga Project. The Babiaga Project is a podcast and blog that focuses on the ritualized year, folklore, and history. Lovely researched and recorded by your host, Margo and Sonia. Hi, I'm Margo. I have a master's degree in American history with a focus on indigenous studies. And I'm Sonia, and I'm doing a PhD in medieval history. Big news, everybody! Everyone mark your calendars. Save the dates. We're sending out those little postcards. We have season two coming on June 1st, 2021. (laughs) You have followed us along this past year through the ritual year. You know, we went from the summer solstice to the depths of winter and now to the rebirth of spring And so, our next season is about the ritual life. Rather than looking at the passing of the year, we're going to look at the passing of life cycles. We're going to be talking about everything from conception, fertility, infertility, pregnancy, all the way through till death, dying, and the afterlife, and ideas about the afterlife. Yeah, it's going to be... We're going to be coming at you with history, folklore, rituals traditions, all while being anti-capitalist and anti-fascist. This is the only place on the internet you can get this kind of quality content, folks. (laughs) Heck yeah. So we're going to be continuing on with our main goal, which is to look at how people use ritual and tradition and like how it's been used historically to create identity and like belonging and So we've done this sort of like overview of what does a ritualized year look like? And now we're going to look specifically at how, how you like create a sense of individual self within like your community through ritual, like coming of age rituals and, uh, marriage and things like that. And I think it's going to be super exciting. We're really stoked about it. So make sure you join us after we're. After our year is up, we're going to take a short break, and then we'll be back June 1st with brand new content. We're also going to be expanding the Baba Yaga Project as a whole. Yeah! Tell them all about it, Margo. Woo! (laughs) So, coming next season, starting June 1st, the Baba Yaga blog is going to get a reboot. We're going to be coming to you with every week. Uh, actually this time <laughs> with, uh, extra content about our, our topics, projects, and crafts that you can do at home. This can be super cool and super fun. We're also going to be starting a newsletter, weekly newsletter with super extra fun stuff. Um, if you join us on Patreon. So, drum roll, please. Coming to you next season, we're starting yeah! the Baba Yaga Book Club. What, what? Woo. That's Woo. right. Woo. Woo. It's going to be so fun. So the Baba Yaga Book Club is going to consist of a book from each of us every month. Um, we will post that on the website. It, the actual book club 
bit and that content will be totally free. So the list of books, our thoughts and a synopsis and a forum for chatting about them is all going to be up on the website. Uh, if you want to join us on Patreon along with the book club, we are starting a Baba Yaga Discord. So we will have a meeting twice a month for once for each of the books, but also for other events, live AMAs, streams, uh, chatting about yeah, live streams, chatting about super fun stuff that comes up or just getting to know you guys. We really, really, really want to foster like a community here. So we want to get to know you guys and we're going to, we think that, uh, a book club is a super fun way to start that out. So you guys can be reading along with us as we're like, uh, doing our research and stuff. Um, so yeah. We're also going to make sure that all the books that we're picking will be you know, pretty easily available through public libraries and, you know, uh, even like online repositories like Project Gutenberg. But of course, if you have trouble accessing it, you can also, you know, message us, we can help out. We really, really want everyone who is interested yeah. to be able to take part so in this. Please, if you're having trouble, if you join the book club and you're having trouble getting access to any books, just um, email us at bobbyagaproductions at gmail. Uh, and we will get back to you and help you figure out how we can get books in your hand. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be super exciting. The Discord's going to be super dope. So make sure um, right before the new season, we're going to put up um, the Patreon levels and stuff for the new season. So make sure you join for that. Um, and yeah, it's going to be super dope. We're super excited. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, please, please, please. We really, really want to be able to keep doing this with you guys. Um, it's going to be super fun and we can't wait to get to know everyone. Um, but we really do need support on Patreon if you want to join the Discord or anything like that. Just because it is just the two of us that is doing, us, doing this. The whole project, all of our research, everything. It's all of our editing. All of our um, editing. All of our... Yeah, so, like, obviously as historians we have, like, a lot of background knowledge about this and the topics that we're talking about, but the specific research that we do every week does take a lot of time. And writing the blog and managing our social media and anything that we're, we want to expand and take the time to do with you guys and provide a space for everyone here to like get to know each other and to learn together it just it's a lot of time and effort <laughs> and we love it but we do also need to eat so please 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 support us on patreon and it'll be super great and also you know we can get yeah. better equipment and stuff better sound quality maybe we could even start putting out some video content if we yeah. get half-decent cameras at some point, we will see. But that's, you know, why we need a little support, if at all possible. Totally understand if you can't, but if you can, please consider doing so. Yeah, this is Pledge Week and at Bobby Yaga. Uh, <laughs> I've got some fun facts lined up. <laughs> anyway, um, I have some fun facts lined up to give you just a little teaser a little taste of what kind of Woo. stuff we're going to be talking about. Hit us with those facts. Next season. So, we're going to be talking about things like fertility and infertility. So, 
we have fun facts, like how back in the day, there have been tons of different aphrodisiacs in history. People have thought everything from eating oysters to chocolate could get you, you know, more in the mood, more ready for conception. And in the Middle Ages and, you know, late classical period, there was even the belief that if a woman was having trouble conceiving or if her husband was having, you know, a hard time being ready, uh, she could take the testicles of a young goat cut them off, tie them around her thigh like a garter, and that would guarantee Sexy. conception. <laughs> right? I can't think of anything that gets me in the Goat mood. testicles more tied than, to your legs. <laughs> more than animal parts <laughs> being tied to your body. Just a nice little thigh <laughs> decoration. We also have fun facts about pregnancy and childbirth. Like the historical use of things that were called birth girdles or birthing girdles, which were these long strips of parchment that would have prayers or, um, you know, incantations and good luck wishes and spells and protective symbols drawn on them. And it would be wrapped around a woman's abdomen as she gave birth in the hopes that that would, you know, ease mm. the labor and delivery process. So I'm really excited to go into some of those, and I want to do a whole blog post about the different types of them. We're also going to talk about courtship again, but go into a little bit more detail this time, because, you know, you might think back in the day, you know, we, we think of it as like, well, everybody was, you know, a uh, man and a woman, and just the two of them, and they get married, and that's it. But fun fact... There have always been gay folks out there. Uh, in fact, there was a term for two women living together in the 19th century that came up, and it was called a Boston marriage. <laughs> and it was because there were a lot of, you know, educated, professional class women living in Boston who would set up house together. And, you know, some of them were completely platonic, but <laughs> others were... Definitely more than just <laughs> more than just gal pals, you know. And there are stories about them, you know, being very affectionate and loving with each other, and being Aww. like buried in the same grave plot. And you know, it's you know, we really want to be able to dive into some more like LGBT history and look at you know. People who are often overlooked yeah. in these kinds of discussions historically. We're also going to be talking about working life. So things like working historically. What did that look like? What did an apprenticeship look like? What did university in the Middle Ages We're have look a like? Special guest to uh, talk about. Here's another unions. fun fact. So many unions. And we're also going to talk about going to university in the Middle Ages, which involved a lot more stabbing <laughs> than you might think. Uh, genuinely, Oxford and Cambridge, wild ride. Just absolute insanity over how what was going on in the first few centuries of their existence, where essentially the students would often just get into actual horrible violent fights with the people who lived in town uh, and at one point basically 
Um, a group of Oxford students, as the legend goes, assaulted a young woman who lived in the town, and the town got angry, and a bunch of the men from town basically chased these guys out. Um, and apparently some of the students at Oxford were like, okay, we'll just stay here anyways, like, sorry, our bad. <laughs> but, you know, some people thought it was completely unreasonable that the town folks should react that way and said, we are going to go set up a different school somewhere else, and we're calling it Cambridge. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the condensed version of that story, but it, the rest assured, it involves a lot of people being stabbed, because another fun fact about the ritualized life, mm -hmm. life back in the day, uh, when it comes to learning your manners and your etiquette, it used to be normal for everyone to carry around a knife on them. A, for protection, and B, because it was considered, like, normal that you would show up to, like, if you were traveling, you would bring along your own cutlery, mm -hmm. because cutlery was expensive, so you would always be carrying around your own knife and spoon. <laughs> Forks weren't yeah. a thing until the late Middle Ages, and even then, for a long time, it was only in Italy, and everybody else in Europe was like, oh, wow, look at those snobs. Yeah. Think they're too good to eat with their hands and a spoon. <laughs> there were specified ways of eating with your hands. Just Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and to be clear, there's <laughs> lots of like, lots of non-Western cultures still eat with their hands oh, yeah. in like, again, a specified way. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't... and Just shovel you know, the food like into your mess. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> no, and that was actually part of why you'd carry a knife everywhere, because you wouldn't bite into yeah. food, because that was seen as being animalistic. You would cut, cut off, like, a piece of an apple and then eat that, or cut a piece of cheese and eat it. Um... We're also going to talk a lot about, you know, the different life stages of what does it mean to get older? What does it mean to become a grandparent historically? How are elders valued in the community? And then, of course, it wouldn't be the Baba Yaga project if we don't focus on death and dying <laughs> and <laughs> the afterlife at some point. Spooky. So we're going to talk all about, you know, funerals. Laying out bodies. There were, in a lot of cultures, the idea that you had to lay out the body in the home and then open up all the windows mm -hmm. so that the spirit could escape. Yeah. We might even talk about the, uh, what is it? The, the quiet annihilation of the body by flame. <laughs> oh, we absolutely will talk about the quiet annihilation of the body by flame. That's what we like to call cremation around here. <laughs> you know, in the 19th century and later sort of way. Yeah. Not to be confused with a funeral pyre, which is, not, is my preferred way of going not out. Quiet. Definitely not a quiet annihilation. And exactly. And then we will be rounding out the season with talking about ancestors and ideas like genealogy, keeping track of your family history, generational wealth, a critical analysis. <laughs> and essentially just talking about what it means to live a ritualized life and what people's lives looked like in the past 
by marking milestones, by marking changes in status and role, and just how people structured their lives in traditional and ritual ways, as well as, you know, within their historical context. So I hope that these handful of fun facts have been enough to make you want to come back for more. Yeah. Hopefully the none of these have turned you off too bad. <laughs> and we will see you next week with our regularly scheduled episodes. Exactly. We can't wait to see you. Join us on Discord. Follow us on Patreon. Add us on. Do the, do the Patreon. Blah, blah, blah. Follow us on everything. See you later. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Baba Yaga Project. And as always, thank you to all our patrons for making this project possible. Please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and on our website for the most up-to-date happenings. Also, please consider supporting us on Patreon. It really helps us continue the project and expand in some really exciting ways. There's also Patreon-exclusive merch and content. And we'll see you next week.